Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. <laughs> I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy Chuck and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Ty's got good hair. On the subject of food, I had this. So I had some Morning Rush listeners send me this picture of a a gentleman that was eating a bunch of ribs and fries and sides on a plane. Is there any on a plane? Yeah, next to this other passenger. Is there any respect level you should play with certain amounts slash types of food? On an airplane, mm. or is that no holds barred? Can you just eat whatever? Well, I mean, who is offended by the smell of barbecue? I mean, is is, is that a not a, many? Is that a That's pungent a, odor that vegetarians, gluten free people? I I don't I don't have the I don't, I don't think know. it's a I wide mean, audience. But the only I, thing I'm going to be mad about when someone brings barbecue on the plane is they didn't bring any for me. For you. And it's going okay. it's not going to stink the whole plane up. It's going it's going to smell great. Now I got to sit here and be hungry. I didn't know if that was a uh, if there was a certain level of uh, I, I, a respect. I don't know if respect is the right word, but hey, I mean, this guy brought in like a full platter to the airplane and, and sit next to. Other I'd be passages. afraid I'd drop it in the aisle trying to get it because those aisles are about you know four four yeah. inches wide. Somebody's going to hit you with their bag trying to put in the overhead, and the next thing I know, I got pulled pork going everywhere. Mm-hmm. That well, if you bought it in the airport terminal, which you know he did, because you can't get that through security, <laughs> you know you probably a platter of bar. What's a platter of barbecue in an airport Dude. cost? Oh. 30 bucks, forty bucks. It's got to be pricey. It ain't fifteen. Uh, I can tell you that. I didn't even think about that. That's an aspect that I. Had- did not even that better be in a whole it. carton, like on lockdown for me. Hopefully, he got to expense it. Well, I know Chuck was saying this. I'm actually curious if he does this. Chuck was saying he's got a game at eight o'clock. Um, what? 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 He's told us this before. What time does he usually get to games? It's an hour and a half before, two hours before. He said I'm not he was familiar with his habits. He, he's told us that on there. He he said he was going to stop by the, the parking lots today and get him some. Well, he's about before to, the baseball yeah. game. So mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I mean the game. The he'll watch some baseball, I guess, because uh, plenty of time with an eight o'clock mm-hmm. start. I mean, he probably see the whole game. He's got, he's got a luxury to most able, of it. He's been able to do that, so he get in both today. How many people? You're asking the question of how many do we see? You said seventy five hundred. I said six. How many people do you think hit up both? Like, well, I'm up in Fayetteville. I'll just go to Bomb Walker Stadium. Yeah. Game's over. I'll hop, oh, I, hop and skip over to Budwall Arena. I don't know. There is some cross. There is a lot of crossover. I mean, you've got baseball's got its core and its diehard, and baseball season tickets might be the only thing they they actually own uh, or buy every year. But uh, no, there'll be a good number, I think, that have both that that go. By the way, on the the rib question, John in Nashville says finger licking. He's not a huge fan of in close quarter 
type of situation. Listen, so I paid a lot of money for my seat. If I want to eat ribs in the in the middle seat on twenty uh, seven B, I'll get after it. You know, I need you to send. Uh, I need Laura to send me a picture when you guys go on your spring break trip to Cozumel, right? No, where are y'all going again? Can't you? Sorry, when y'all go there, I need her to send me a picture of you with a big rib platter in in the aisle. I need that probably to happen. Won't, probably won't happen. But uh, and, and I certainly won't be in seat B. Uh, not gonna be in the middle. I will not be in the middle. I'm an aisle guy. Got to have an aisle seat. Do you when you go on flights with your kids? Do you get all in run row or do you? Is it spread out? I know well, it's we're hard. going southwest, so you're kind of on your own. No, okay. I mean sometimes, but uh, try to get all. I mean, there there's never four together. I never fly a plane big enough that's got mm-hmm. four together. Do you it's three and two usually or three and three? Usually most planes are three and three. Do you book? two separate adjoining rooms or do you guys all just stay in like one big old suite or whatever? Presidential suite. Presidential yeah. suite. Top floor. Okay. Marble floors. You know, weight stab, the whole, the whole schmear, just like you. And then we expense it. So. That's not a work trip. You can't expense it unless it's a work. It's something obligated. It's middle recess from it's you. Middle recess. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to need plenty of that from you this summer for sure. I, uh, you're, I do wonder, like... Your tenure doesn't qualify you for that plan, I'm sir. Coming, I'm coming up on five years. We're oh, getting, no, you, we're got, getting, you got 15, 20 more to go. We're getting here. Um, then the policy will change. I just... <laughs> and we, we were talking about money earlier. I, 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 like, you having to shelve out for... It's hard enough for me sometimes to be like, man, this is this is worth the money that I'm having to spend on myself. Mm-hmm. You got to do it for four. Yep. Plane tickets... How, uh, how painful is it to swipe a credit card slash... Pay the uh, you don't pay checks, but I mean, how painful is that oh, sometimes? I still write when you're, checks. Do you really? Yeah. I guess that's old school. I've I can't remember. The only time I write a check is with the taxes. I have the 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 tag or the or the check that goes with the tax form that it has mm-hmm. to withdraw or debit or whatever the money that goes with it. I don't write as many as I used to, but I yeah, I still write a few checks a month. But uh, you know, when you when you become a, a a dad and a family guy, and yeah, you start traveling by air, and the mul- multiplication catches up quick. But I'll tell you what, what I'll, I mean, that happens a, a time or two a year. Where it gets you now when they get older, here, here's, the, here's the hidden cost you don't realize. When they get about 11, 12, 13, and they're in that range now at my house, where they jump from the kids' menu to the adult oh. menu at the restaurant. That will eat into the wallet in a hurry. My, uh, Dad, I don't want the kids' burger anymore. That's not enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I jumped early okay, on. Okay, Dad will eat off the kids' menu. <laughs> because that's where, I mean, anymore, I mean, just the way the world is, you go out anywhere decent, four people, you're well over 100 bucks anymore. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, man. That's just... uh. That's that's painful to think about. Hey, can I get y'all's drinks? Everybody will have water. <laughs> that was that was my dad's. You either everybody get, has water. You get a soda or you get a side. Like, I don't want a sprite. I'll have water. <laughs> it's because sodas are two or three bucks. And you get four uh, three, yeah. That's, that's maybe more. It's twelve bucks right there. Yeah. Good grief. Or bomb. Uh, what are cheaper concessions? Is it a bomb or? But are they about the same? I, I mean, you're. I, I mean, probably, probably the same. I don't. I don't, I don't ever know. get concessions when I go to well, either arena anymore. I do. I mean, because I don't. I don't sit in the press box very often. But uh, yeah, I mean, it. You know, 
Is, is there, what it is. Is there kettle corn? I know you're a big kettle corn guy. Is there kettle corn? I haven't had any in a long time. Yeah, but you got to go stand in the... I, I don't know. It, usually you can smell it. That's what gets me on the kettle corn is the smell. Mm-hmm. That's the... Uh, and then they give you a sleeve of it that, like that, man. It's awesome. It's, how much is it? About 10 bucks? I don't know. I haven't bought any in several years. In football, you can smell it, but you can't find it. So you said, I don't know why they don't have kettle corn on every level of the stadium, on both sides of the stadium. <laughs> 360 degrees. Come on, Hunter. Let's get going on that. You said that... Uh, Can't even get a Coke Zero in East Club. What's going on with that? Anyway, I digress. And it's, uh, I mean, Coke now being the no. sponsor of the University of Arkansas Athletics. Coke Zero, that. please. We have Diet Coke, sir. It's not the same thing. I didn't ask for a Diet Coke. I will say I was... I was very surprised because I've I've heard you say that and I I just thought you were blowing smoke out of your new you know what and I tried Coke Zero for the first time in Omaha last year and I was like this is this is actually good because yeah. diet goes horrible yeah it's not good and then Coke Zero and I of course I prefer a Coke but I'm, when you're not trying to suck mm-hmm. down twelve Cokes a day and you can have one or two of the Coke Zeros. I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah. I understand why you like them. Yeah. Well, well one guy. Good alternative. So one, don't. We got Diet Coke, sir. Will that be okay? No, it's not okay. Well, if I wanted to Diet Coke, I'd ask for Diet Coke. Your retort needs to be, is Monopoly money okay? No. Just hit him real quick with no, that. No, I just tell Give me a water. You won't get the three bucks, you know. Quick on quick on your feet on that. Let's talk to Bobby Schmidl. Hog Noxious. He's already at Bob Walker's. I bet, Walker he, I bet he's lighting some charcoal soon. Bobby, what's up, man? Hey, it's good to be here. It's nice to see the sunrise for quite a while here in the parking lot. There wasn't, but me and the TV guy, and he was just trying to get his camera work to work to take a live shot. And he wasn't even coming and talking to me. Now about about a uh, quarter of a six, the parking lot picked up because I guess a bunch of the baseball players were coming in for a six o'clock workout. Mm. You join them? Started piling in. Did you join him for the workout? Uh, you'd work him, Bobby. No, I had to. I had to cook uh, uh, biscuits and sausage at the tailgate. Oh man, man. you're making a here. We are all across town, man. That gummit. There you go. It's a rough. It is a rough, rough life. Mm-hmm. So, did, are you still behind the third base dugout, or did you get moved in all the? Uh, and all the I shuffling did, has been done. Where are you at now in the stadium? I did not get moved. I understand that uh, some members of the coaching staff thought it would be just fine for me to be behind <laughs> the visitor's dugout. Is that a compliment? How did you take that? Well, I can tell you, I have, on regionals sometimes, they, uh, they get their choice for whoever is the designated home team. And Southwest Missouri State has occasionally decided they wanted to be over there in the home dugout. Soft. And we have had water thrown on us from their dugout because mm. they, they don't like us. See, well, I got moved from first base side to third base side, but I like I like being able to look into the home dugout rather than sit behind the home dugout. That's a good point. And Bobby, I think the rule, if I remember the rule change correctly, I think Kendall Rogers was one to put this out. The higher seed in both the regional and super regional now is going to be home yep. for, for the first time yep. this year. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry about that aspect anymore. Tie dropping be, baseball knowledge. And then that's something uh, once a year. About that? It will be, it will be amusing on the few times because there are times when a, the, the top seed in the regional um, doesn't get to host for one reason or another, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
uh, Oklahoma State has a tractor pull in town or something, and the, <laughs> they, uh, the motels are already booked, so they can't host. So That's they funny. go somewhere else as a number one seed, and the number two seed, the home team, won't get to be in their home dugout the whole time because the, the number one seed will be. Well, most the- of the time, that'll put the home team in their home dugout, which is which is appropriate. What's the bigger deal in Stillwater, the tractor pull or Mid-South Wrestling? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> or, 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 oh, I forgot. Crowd. I forgot. The World Championship mullet contest is probably the biggest thing that goes on in Stillwater. <laughs> well, I think uh, now with uh, that uh, player over there prancing between second and third, I think they, they have a pretty good uh, ballet class. Hey, that's been good for Arkansas. I think the Hogs have scored 47 runs on, on uh, Okie State since uh, they did that. Good old Rock Riggio being a moron. <laughs> well, Bobby, you enjoy your biscuits. Oh, so biscuits eggs. and gravy. What's the, what's the lunch? I mean, you got it's a three-meal day. So, what? What? all okay, right, biscuits and sausage biscuits. What's for lunch? We're having burgers for lunch. All right. Anything post-game? Nah, no, we just sit in the, we just sit out there and uh, wait for traffic to clear. Right. There you go. Well, Chuck will probably we'll be by, by this year. Chuck will probably be by at some point. So make that'd sure be, you got an extra one for him. That'll be great. Right. Thank you, boys. You got to buy. I'll see you at the park. Well, you got a you got a place you can scramble over to after the show. Yeah, yeah that'd be uh, that'd be good. That'd be a lot of people. I wish I wish I had the uh, the time today to just get out there and spend all day. We got to do that sometime. Maybe we do the show from there. One day uh, when they got one of these early games and the, and the weather's going to be good. That's my caveat. The weather must be good. And, uh, you know, cook up some biscuits. I'd be, I'm, I'm not opposed to, to hang that. out. I'm not opposed to that. Is baseball tailgating or football tailgating better? This is actually a, a, a real good question. A real question for baseball and I, Arkansas football fans. Here's why I will say baseball. Just more relaxed. It's less crowded. It's less hassle to get set up, to, to find a parking spot near an island. That's the key to good tailgating, right? Is where I'm going to back up near a, a space in the parking lot that has some bonus grass for me to set my table and a tent. And, you know, you got to have an island or, you know, some, some extra surface to work with. Mm-hmm. And in baseball, I think it's just more readily available. I think for if you're limited to your one little parking spot, like if you get up in 44 mm-hmm. in football season, good luck. I mean, those those spots near a parking island, which are at a premium, are hard to get by. So I, I think baseball, just because there's probably more uh, great spots for tailgating there. I think with baseball, a lot of times the tailgating also starts inside the hog pen. And I know that's what some people enjoy. I mean, once you get in the stadium, I know you can buy beer and football, but it's not necessarily the same thing. And there's food and you've got the, of course, the hot dogs. I love that video of Coach Pittman asking if he could have a hot dog when he was kind of first introduced on campus in the first month or so. But mm-hmm. I, I think they're both great. Now, I will say our football tailgating, and some will disagree with me on this, is not at the top in a, compared to other SEC venues. Now, I think our baseball is almost untouchable, um, and I would say the stadium is as well. But football-wise, and listen, I love they, Fayetteville. They disagree in Starkville and pro- probably Baton Rouge. Yeah, but it's not, to me, it's it, it's not as uh, it's not as great as some other SEC venues that I've been to at some point in time, just because it's spread out. That's I, I think that's the... Uh, that's the part that, that that some people discuss is just of how spread out it is for football games. Well, and the gardens is a great spot 
if yeah. you can get a spot. Mm-hmm. And then, but it, you know, um, I don't worry about. I mean, ingress is more important to me than egress. I mean, getting in is is more important because you know I don't want to have to get there at the butt crack of dawn just to be able to get in and set up. But yeah. and then after the game, if you're doing it right, then you don't care. You're going to hang out till. Traffic thins out anyway. If they win. If a they good, well, I mean, I win or lose. We're going to talk about how the coach screwed it up or the ref screwed it up after the game if we lose. I'm uh, going to talk about how we should be number one in the next poll if we win. Yeah, but you're six and five. Uh, well, I mean, we've got a game to go, the though. Best six and five team in the country. <laughs> best six and five it's team my, in the nation. My favorite Razorback fan take is whatever record they are, we are the best blank and bet blank team in the country. We're going to beat Missouri. And get to six and six, and I, I tell you, I don't know of a better six and six team out there. I got to tell you, someone's got to explain to me how we keep losing to Missouri. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, uh, I mean, I was, you got to eat the leftovers. No one wants to bring home leftovers from a from a tailgate. So, I don't know. That, that that's the good thing about football. You got to finish off the bourbon. Let's be honest. The. Uh, yeah, the leftovers after games. Now, you are a fan of certain leftovers. You think certain soups and sp- and pastas taste better the second time around. Anything but- sauce-based is better. Gumbo, uh, chili, soups, anything. Uh, like I did red beans and rice for mm-hmm. the uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, anything like that's always better day two or three. But- Meatloaf is another one that's better day two or three. But, for example, when we went to Garth Brooks, the barbecue that – we had it was probably not as good the second day or the third day. I don't think there was any. Did we eat it all? Well, yeah, I I think it was all gone. Okay. Long gone. How about that? That was a... Some of us were inebriated to the point we couldn't remember such things. I'm not pointing any fingers. I didn't meet y'all after the game. What do you you mean? How am I supposed to know if the barbecue's gone or not? I did my thing Mm -hmm. after. I left with some friends after that. That was really fun. By the way, that was your fault, by the way. You made me drink all those. You said, you're yeah. fired unless yeah. you drink all yeah. these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at, at gunpoint. Following the rules. Yeah. That was tough. Threatening jobs at gunpoint. I, mean, I love this job. I do it for pennies. Yeah. And oh, yeah. To, yeah. Tell, oh, yeah, you to tell me that my job is on the line unless I drink all 12 mm. of those White okay. Claws, that was a, that was a tough <laughs> A tough decision. Wait, wait, you got drunk on 12 and White was Claws? the combination of the, the grapefruit vodka that did me in that day. That was a lot of fun. That was a, that was a really in two days, you've admitted experience. to being in a hot tub with eight guys and drinking White Claws. Figured it was out of the Getting drunk on White Claws. Listen, I could have lied. You're the first man in history to get drunk on White Claws. I could have lied yesterday and said there were a bunch of girls that were in the hot tub with I us. I would have lied. But just to be honest, I'm truthful to my own detriment, yeah, as I said You're yesterday. right about the second we part. Did, we did run into girls. I left all my beads in St. Louis. You can mm-hmm. do that information with what you will, but it was a fun weekend. That's a fun, fun guys trip that we are going to go on. Mm-hmm. I don't know till we're who knows. So your wives tell you you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there were some married men on that mm-hmm. trip, and they well, were, when they their were, wives tell them they can, do they have kids. One's on the way. Yeah, and one has one. The other one's on the way. Mm-hmm. So we got so little, the one with children. He's down to his last trip or two, maybe. Is that how it works? Oh, yeah. You're about done on that deal. I, I got a buddy whose wife is is pregnant right now. She's due, I think, in August. And he's under he's the... He's done. He, he's under the impression that he's going to still be able to hang out with the fellas. I'm like, buddy, you're landlocked for yeah. a year. You're done a year. for a year. Is it more a than year. that? <laughs> how Eight, long does it last? 18 years. 18 years? <laughs> yeah. Once the kid gets out. Well, yeah. that's tough. Uh, I guess there's pros and cons to procreating, and uh, <laughs> that would be one of the cons, I guess, not having to get to hang out as much. But most of the pros are over at the th- very beginning of the process. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? 
Yeah, that's where about all the pros <laughs> end. All the pros end. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah. We've hit on a variety of things this morning. Yeah, we've uh, turned into Ruskin and Zach is what we've done. All over the place. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you do have two games again tonight. You've got Grambling State coming in to Bomb Walker Stadium. You've also got the Georgia Bulldogs coming tonight. They need to win. We're going to get into some Eric Musselman audio coming up. I was listening to him last night on Eric Musselman Live. Tommy mentioned Nick Smith Jr. and Jalen Graham. Also in attendance, you heard mm-hmm. Nick at the top of our open this morning. But this is a, I mean, this is a win that you should be able to get. I know Georgia's a game behind you in the SEC standings, but you should be able to win tonight. No, I mean, uh, you, you've got to win tonight. I mean, Georgia's our, or a net ranking. Let me see, one thirty-one. It's it's not a must-win. It's a can't lose. I mean, this, this a loss tonight, and then you know we know what the schedule is. You you know for Arkansas, you got Tennessee, you got Bama, and you got Kentucky. You know, in your last three, Bama, Tennessee, Kentucky. I mean, can't lose this one tonight. You lose this one tonight, and then you go lose two of those last three. Now you're probably talking about not making the tournament. Yep, it's a little different. Then you need a miracle uh, in Nashville. Now, Moss did say they had a great practice oh, yesterday. Well. Take that with what you will. Oh, I know there's been times where they haven't had good practices, and uh, he talked about they didn't feel like the the focus was there. So hopefully they are well-focused when the Georgia Bulldogs, Mike White and company step into that arena tonight. And I'm hoping, again, you only got two home se- home games left. You got the Bulldogs and you got the Wildcats coming in, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So uh, final two regular season games in Bud Walton Arena. I really don't want to play another game in Bud outside of that. I don't want to host an NIT game. They need to win tonight. And that kind of gets you on track for the NCAA tournament. Hey, it's Phil Elson. From all these years watching baseball, I've grown accustomed to watching closers in their element. James Teague isn't closing innings anymore, he's closing cases. With almost 30 years in the business, Teague Law Firm is a general practice firm that can help you with most family law issues, divorce, custody, and child support. They can also help with criminal law, both felonies and misdemeanors. Call James and the Teague Law Firm at 479-531-2785, 531-2785, online at teague-law.com. The Teague Law Firm, if they can't help you, they'll talk baseball. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. There has not been another team at the top of the Pradco Pyramid of Power other than Alabama. They lost last week to Tennessee. We did beat them. We'll talk about what happened later in the week. You didn't believe. We beat them. Yeah, we tried to tell you it was going to happen. Bama's 23 It worked. It worked. They fell from number one of the country, now number two in the polls. Um, Where do we go with this? Uh, Make sure I got the right one here. Yeah, I got the right one. so we got to talk about last week. No, I'm, I'm making, I'm making <laughs> sure. No, these are the right notes. Um, 13-1 in the league, number two in the net rankings, number two in the polls. Lost to Tennessee, then beat Georgia, uh, 192 to, to four, but 180 to 59. I mean, everyone's just pounding on Georgia. Hopefully, that trend continues for at least one more game. Uh, Bama number one. Do we see? Do we see A and M making this 
a tied situation? Could A&M surpass uh, Alabama? Is there any chance A&M, because they're the only team, in my estimate, that could knock Alabama off the top of the pyramid? No. So we got a school that's used to winning titles and a school that chokes in any given opportunity, mm-hmm. and you want me to bet on the school that is known well, I mean, for we're 14 games it. in. I mean, there's not much choking left to do. They'll blow it. All right. Like they always do. Bama's at the top. A and M blowing. Yeah. Blow. I mean, I don't blow think there's it. any blowing it here to I mean there, there's four games left and they, they play each other at the they end. They got Tennessee and Alabama. So uh, yeah. So Bama's, Bama's the, got South Carolina tonight or tomorrow. They'll 50, win by 50. Arkansas Saturday. Who they'll, wins that one? They'll win. Well, no. I th- I think Tennessee gave them a blueprint punch their guards around, they'll struggle with that. Their right. guards don't like it when you get physical with them. Right. Arkansas could do that. Okay. Then they get Auburn next Wednesday. Ar- Auburn's terrible. And then A&M to close the season. That's that's Bama's last four. I think they'll lose to Arkansas and win the rest of them. All right, so that would put them at uh, you think they're 16 gonna lose and to 2. Yeah. I hope you're right. Now, yeah. Yeah, I was making fun of you for <laughs> yeah. not believing me. Yeah, see? All right, so the I got... The turns have tabled. <laughs> the turns <laughs> We've dove into it. <laughs> A&M finally arrives in the AP poll at number 25 this week. They're 27 in the net ranking, 12-2 and in a game back of Alabama. They beat Arkansas and Missouri last week, one of three 2-0 teams a week ago. Tonight they get Tennessee. If you want to win a conference title, it's a must win. Yeah, here's the thing about A&M, and they might win the rest of their games, but it just do you really believe they're going to make a run. Do they pass the eye test? I think Buzz Williams is a great coach, but if I draw A&M and they're a two seed, I'm not scared. Marble. They got two hard games and two games you absolutely should win if you're A&M. They yeah. get Tennessee. That's a hard game. Both Mississippi schools, Saturday and next Tuesday, and then Bama, of course, to close. So that's the A&M schedule. Where are they the playing stretch. Mississippi State? Uh, at Starkville. I think that'll be On tough. Saturday. I think that'll be a real it's tough gonna game. It's going to be easy. I, the, but if you are what you say you are, you ought to win that game. We well, should. Yeah. They've got – so NCAA tournament is all about guard play, and they've got two good ones in Taylor and Radford, and they've also got two post players in Coleman and Marble. I mean, I, I still – they're not going to win the league. I've been pretty adamant about that. But I, I, mean, I wouldn't want to play A&M in the tournament. You can say what you want about Buzz, Buzz Williams. Would you I'll, rather play A&M, 10,000 rats, or two crocodiles? Which which one is it? Probably A&M. A&M, A&M for sure. I'm not going to get busy. <laughs> A&M. Crocodiles are scary, man. All right. I'm not getting in a ring with crocodile. We're on the basketball court with a crocodile. All right, Tennessee's still three because I think they're better than everyone other than A&M and Alabama at this they, point. They beat Alabama. Yeah, they beat nobody Alabama. Else, nobody else has done that. And then they lose to Kentucky, which there's no, no shame in that. Down two starters. So tonight... We mentioned they play A&M, Saturday, South Carolina. Next week, Arkansas and Auburn. By the way, the finishing four for Tennessee. Why don't you tell old regular regular season Rick to leave those starters out until next Saturday so Arkansas (laughs) doesn't have to play him next Tuesday and Thompson Bowling. Tennessee, they'll probably go two and two. They'll probably go 500 each week. What are they going to end up seed-wise? They were a three seed on the... 16 that was released. They'll be three or four. Three they or got, four. I mean, 11 in the poll. What should we pay more attention to? Polls or net rankings? Tennessee still rankings. three in the net. Net rankings. <laughs> Spoken like a Tennessee yeah. fan. Well, they beat Kansas, in the which is ranked, what, fifth? Texas is ranked sixth. They beat them. One of their losses was to Arizona. They're in the top ten. They beat Alabama, which mm-hmm. is number one. I mean, no one has a better, you know, record against the top teams right. than Tennessee. Yeah, they, they, just, they just have a hard time beating some teams they should beat. So, Bama, A&M, Tennessee in that order at the top of the Pradco Pyramid of Power. Then, Kentucky comes next. Any issue with Kentucky being the no. 
the first team on tier three. No. All right, nine and five in the league, tied with Tennessee, still in the hunt for a top four seed, 18 and nine, still chasing 21s, beat Mississippi State and Tennessee, one of three teams to go 2 and 0. It was Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and AM last week. They get Florida tomorrow night on the road. That'll be ugly. Saturday against Auburn in Lexington. They'll beat them. Next week, a hot Vandy team, or at least hot going into this That's week. That's that rough. And then Arkansas in Fayetteville no. to close the season. Our, Vanderbilt's at Ruck, right? Vanderbilt is at Ruck. Yeah, because yes. they beat them already in, yeah. in Nashville this yeah. year. Vandy's, Vandy's, Vandy's like, looking good. Vandy. I, I don't want to play them no more. Well, let me tell you, Vandy's next in the Pradco Pyramid of Power. I've moved they them in be. this week. They should be. They're, they're hot. They're 15-12, and 12, and you mentioned how hot they've gotten. They've won five in a row. Beat South Carolina and Auburn last week. Here's the five they've won. Those two last week, Auburn, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, and Ole Miss. Not all that that's not dogs with fleas there that they've, no. they've rolled that over the last had, five. That Florida had Colin yeah, Cass. They did. That's, yeah. a, that's a big that's a difference. Good, that's a good point. I, and I like Stack. I, I hope he makes it. First of all, he makes the SEC look good because he's the best dressed coach in the league. So, you know, everybody wearing sweats has to bow down to Stackhouse. But I think it saved his job. I think if they wouldn't have made any tournament after four years of the experiment, he might not have made it. But I think I think he's going to get re-upped this time. They have not lost a game in the month of February. Wow. That's impressive. Vanderbilt's 87 in the net, so if you're going to find a, a problem with their resume, their net ranking's bad. Yeah, but it's based their on overall what record, they're doing. Their overall record is 15 and 12. They're it's 8 and good. 6. I don't know if they're going to make their fighting for the tournament, but I'm telling you right now, today, yeah, that, they're they're they they're a top be. six team that, in this league. You like you said, you do not want to play they, Vanderbilt they have right to, now. They have to win out and win a game or two in the tournament, and even then they might not make it. But if, if they win out, they'll give themselves a chance. But just looking at it with four games to go, hey, they, they belong in this where's conversation. Where's the SEC tournament? At Old Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they'll have 500 fans there. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Auburn, even though Auburn lost the other night, you could hear them. They had a couple thousand fans there. Mm-hmm. All right, we we had Arkansas on the tail end of the Pradco Pyramid of Power last week. Do they deserve to stay in? Should we homer up? Yes. You're saying yes? Yes. Based on You're what? You're saying Beating no? a Colin, Castle-less Florida, Colin Castleton-less Florida team? Well, they beat them. Beat them bad. You got to show me. I mean, you got to show right, then something. Who, then who goes in there in their place? That's scene. No one deserves to be there. This pyramid needs to be like wobbly because there's Rob, not a sixteen. Auburn would be the other one you might that, that's consider. That's what's going to happen in the SEC and the NCAA tournament. Um, a pyramid's going to fall like, I, As long as, listen, I don't care. Maybe, Everyone's maybe like, Mississippi State. I've got, I've got Arkansas as the last Arkansas team. Arkansas should be. They lost A&M. They beat Florida. They're 7-7 seven and seven in the league right now. Uh, get Georgia tonight, Bama Saturday, Tennessee and Kentucky. I mean, if, if you win three of the last four, there's no question you belong in there. That's a big if. Got to win tonight. Got to beat Georgia because of Georgia's net ranking at 131. Arkansas is still the third highest net ranking in the league at 19. Yeah, tonight's game doesn't help, but the game in Tuscaloosa helps. The game in Knoxville helps, and the game against the Wildcats well, helps in your the, season. The reality is, guys, if if you beat Georgia tonight, you'll end the season top 25 in net ranking, whatever mm-hmm. that's worth. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen the committee's projections with their basic top 16. That mirrors more of the AP poll than it does the net rankings, but there's some kind of balance in there. 
Arkansas, I think, makes the tournament if you beat Georgia. I mean, I think you got to win one of those last three, and you should beat Kentucky at home. If 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 Arkansas would have beaten LSU, what would that have done to the net ranking computer? Would that would they be a top fifteen team if they'd have won that game? That's a good question. What if you'd have never played Louisville? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean that that is what it is. But, yeah. but losing to LSU, you think about if you'd have won that game, they have not won a conference game. Well, even, outside of you, you save even them, Vanderbilt, you save them from going winless. In I mean that that one game, you know, no one will look at that fifty years from now. But if there was a zero there, everybody'd be talking about the year. Well, yeah. because I, and maybe I'll be wrong about this in the end, but I believe if you don't win at least, if Arkansas doesn't win at least two of these last four and finish at least nine to nine in the league, you've got trouble going to Nashville because. Uh. I just don't think the committee's going to take a ton of teams and Power Five conferences with losing conference records. Eight and ten teams from the ACC, Big Ten, SEC. I mean, I don't, I can't spout it off the top of my head, but that's not abnormal. ACC's garbage this year. They're, it, no, it won't have an ACC, but I'm talking about historically. Yeah, no. Eight and ten teams have made... There will be the a tournament. Big 12 team or two that has a losing conference record that makes the NCAA tournament. I don't. I can tell you which one, but there will be a team out of the Big Twelve that has. I don't know about the SEC though, because I, I there's th- four teams already with nine wins. So even with nine wins, you you might you know and those teams aren't going to go good. winless. Listen, you win you win two out of your next four. You win one and that's what I'm saying. You're what good. I'm saying, if you yeah, I agree. Nine and nine, you feel comfortable. Eight and ten, I don't feel comfortable. What if you go eight and ten and beat Alabama in Nashville? No, in the regular season. Oh, oh you're good. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking for no, one more. If you beat Tennessee or Alabama, you're in. You beat the number one team in the country. Yeah, that's. What if you beat Georgia and lose the last three? Ugh. Well, you better get to Pepto Bismol. Mm-hmm. You know? And that might be a, a day I actually drink on Sunday because Arkansas might not get added to the selection show. <laughs> Maybe watching the selection show and shaking uh, and I quivering. Just, in fear. I just feel like at nine and nine with a good net ranking. You win one, you lose one in Nashville. I don't think you're – you may not like your seed. You may not like where you get sent, but you are going if that's the scenario. They're in. They're in. I like your confidence. You're scaring me how confident you are. I hope you're right. I like your confidence, though, in in Tuscaloosa. I did not feel that way. Let's Nick and company just go berserk tonight. just beat their guards up. Get physical with them. Miller didn't score in favor in the first half. Yeah. Against a six four Devo Davis, he's six nine, but it's one thing to do in favor. Well, another thing. What's Tennessee got a point guard five eight? Yeah, it's a Kai Siegler. So I is mean five eight. Yeah, when Man. he stands on a box. Yeah, that kid's. A, he's my new favorite player. That kid is. That kid is a dude. <laughs> he is. He is. He's got some. He got in foul trouble at Kentucky. He got did. three fouls in the first half and four early in the second. That really hurt him. All right, Bama, then A&M, Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. This week's Pradco Pyramid of Power. The 0-2 teams, by the way, last week, they were a slew of 1-1 teams. Missouri, LSU, Ole Miss. Poor old LSU. We, you all were talking about it just a second ago. This, you know, it's, just, it's amazing how at LSU you could be that bad in basketball. It is. But Consistently nobody, that nobody bad. up here is feeling sorry for them. You know? Oh, no. But no. Yeah, but with it, their recruiting grounds, they should never. Missouri be had been really playing well. That that was a tough week for them. I thought they were looking like a tournament team. They they probably got some work to do. Yeah, they. Uh, let's see, they lost to A and M. Trying to figure who the other team with. They had a tough schedule week. Uh, can't remember who the other team, but I know A and M was one of their two losses. So. 
Introducing Your Choice Tuesday at Buffalo Wild Wings. Buy one, get one 50% off on our traditional wings on Tuesdays. Then the best thing about Thursday at Buffalo Wild Wings is buy one, get one free on our boneless wings. Both offers are now available for dine-in and carry-out. Some exclusions apply. Visit your Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Fort Smith, and in Jonesboro. Buffalo Wild Wings. Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic, just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I got two teams in action on campus tonight, one in Bud Wall Arena, one in Bomb Walker Stadium. The Arkansas Razorbacks taking on Grambling at three. It's on the SEC Network Plus as well as most of these ESPN Arkansas radio stations and hitthatline.com. And then at eight o'clock on the SEC Network, your Arkansas basketball team hosting the Georgia Bulldogs. It's a 13 and a half point favorite on the Bet Saracen app, Tommy. And um, yeah, I th- you know, this a game that I do talked about just a minute ago. Can't lose this game, you know. With Georgia's net ranking where it's at, this is the one game in the last three that could really harpoon your tournament resume. Net ranking of one thirty-one, home game tonight. Got to win this one against Georgia. You just can't afford to lose this one. The last three, you can still get in the tournament, and lose any of those last three. You just don't need to lose all of those last three. We talked to Bobby Schmidl, who's already at Baumwalker Stadium. I know there are some fans. Obnoxious. That, yeah. A lot of you out there. And that are uh, excited about the opening day of baseball. First time since Dave Van Horn's first year that they're opening up midweek here. Well, and that's, you know, pro- yeah, I'm glad they are because I think the fans were ready to see him in person for those that didn't go to Texas. Um, a lot of people watched the, the games down there and, uh, you know, a ton of fans there. So I think, I think you'll have a good crowd today. You never know when you put these things on the schedule months and months ago what the weather's going to be like. On February, was it the 22nd today? You, know, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So, there's 21st, I guess. Um, you, you just you never know if it's going to be 36 degrees and drizzling rain and, and it's miserable and you don't even know if you can play or if you're going to get a day like today where it's 66 degrees and it's going to be a great day. I think you'll have a big crowd at the ballpark today. Ja'Cory Boudreaux versus Ben Bybee. Boudreaux for Grambling, and then Arkansas has been by beyond the mound. Those are your starters for tonight's matchup inside of Baum Walker Stadium. All right, what else we got? Jared Wagner, who had a great showing, his first really showcase mm-hmm. at the college showcase in Arlington. He goes 6 for 11, 
uh, was just absolutely destroying teams. Four extra base hits, two home runs. He's going to be a hitter. I know Arkansas fans are really excited to see what we can do. Now you got to do an SEC play as well, but uh, that's that's how you start. That's how you make a statement for Arkansas baseball in your opening weekend. Yep, and uh, preseason All-American, you know, one of these guys that's going to make an impact out of the portal. And we've talked and focused a lot on portal players um, in the other sports, but you, this is a guy I think is going to have a tremendous impact uh, in his season here at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Football news for you. Homecoming's the 21st against Mississippi State. Family weekend is September 9th when Arkansas play Kent State. Remember, you open up the season in Little Rock, and then you play your real home opener against Kent State the next weekend. It's kind of weird how that goes, but this is one of the weird years, I guess, for the Arkansas football schedule. Yeah, every other year with the schedule, and you know, right now, we'll see, you know, this will be the last year for this scheduling model uh, in 23. And then everything will change for the 24 season. So, um, you know, I think for alumni and for, for, for parents out there and listeners that, that have kids that go to school up there, knowing these things in advance help. And that's why they get these dates out awfully early. As, as an alumni, uh, is, it, is homecoming a bigger deal to you? Is that a, is that a week you mark on the schedule? Uh, for me, it's just, you know, I'm not an alumni, so it's just another week. I don't, I know I don't we, care. We've but. talked about this before. I c- could 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 not care less. I want to make sure I say it right. Yeah. Couldn't is it couldn't care less you or could, could not care less. Yeah, could not care less about it. I am up there for every was home. Was it game. a big deal when you were there? Homecoming was was that a big deal on campus? Yeah. Or was it just it was another week? A big deal on campus. Uh dressing up, doing pep brown and stuff like that. But I mean Hot Tubbin. Now hot tubbing. Yeah. yeah. There were there were some uh there were some co ed hot tubs at the U of A that were <laughs> Nice and fun, unlike the uh, the one in you St. Louis. Get in this past one? Week. Absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely. Trying to redeem himself. Trying my best. Yeah. A long way to go. I don't think y'all are ever going to let me down. The things I get for saying truthful things on this program—it's—it's it's, it's like they're trying to the humiliate. It doesn't make it good. Trying to humiliate me on these airwaves yeah, I mean, with thousands of listeners. You don't need any help honest. humiliating yourself. But That's uh, true. yeah, I, I just thought I, I think for some people, homecoming's a big deal. For for me, it's the Mississippi State game. You know, Just I don't care. Beat new. What's the DC? I almost said Dave Aranda. What's what's what? Zach Arnett. Yeah. Zach Arnett. And Will Rogers. That's what I care about. I don't really care about the homecoming aspect anymore since I'm out of school. All right, let's see what else we got. Zach and Derek have hog reaction. I asked this. Are you cool if me and DQ do the post game show on Saturday? Question is, is DQ cool? She wanted to. I was like, yeah, yeah, we had fun last time. Now if Arkansas loses, I'm you gonna had be fun ticked or off. You- she, they, she, she said had she had fun. a good time. Mm. Oh, Now, if Arkansas loses, which they probably will on Saturday, I'm going to be hacked off and spitting angry into the microphone for an hour and a half. But hopefully she'll be able to bring me up in a better mood. And that depends. Bruce thinks they're going to win, so maybe they'll win. You're going to be spitting mad if they lose to Alabama? It's Arkansas basketball. It's like life or death for me. You, I mean, you, you do shows with me okay. every single day. I mean, you if, they go, how, if they go to Alabama, the number two team in the country, and lose, I'm not, it's not. I'm trying to set myself up and not think they're going to win, but I'm still going to be mad. Mm. Okay. This is part just, of, you just be mad. Listen, I, my dad says I need to be, my life doesn't need to revolve around Arkansas sports. And it, it, I get frustrated for football and baseball, but I mean, basketball, it's like life or death, man. I mean, I'm just in a. I'm in a funk after losses. I mean, you do shows with me all the time. You know how ticked off I get after mm. losses. Oh, you get emotional. 
Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. It's just frustrating. All right, last thing, Tommy, your hog update. Apparently now there's a, a pig thread out there. This is from The Guardian. Uh, the potential of a new swine-related threat known as the Canadian super pig is an incredibly intelligent, <laughs> highly elusive beast super pig. capable of surviving cold climates by tunneling under snow and is poised to infiltrate the north part of the United States. It's the result of crossbreeding domestic pigs with wild boards, which only adds to the problems the U.S. faces from swine invasion. That's apparently an issue now. That's from the if Guardian. You, I mean, anyone that owns acreage of land or has hunting leases knows how how detrimental if hogs get on your land. We had it once when, when we had property up at Cedarville, Arkansas, and you don't want hogs. They will absolutely ruin acres and acres and acres of land seemingly overnight. I hope some In Texas, you can get it. They, they take helicopters and just boom, 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 boom from a helicopter. Get rid of them. It's that bad? Oh, yeah. Because they can, you know... They they can they can have a new uh, what, I don't think they call them folds they uh, they can have a new litter uh, they, they you know they they have like three litters a year. Well, I hope a group of wild boars whatever they call them goes you know. in to Budwall Arena tonight and ru- ruins some Georgia Bulldogs mm-hmm. and they go on Saturday to Coleman Coliseum and absolutely tear the place apart. Yeah, that's the hope. The Canadian what? What did you call it? The Canadian? <laughs> what did I say? Hold on, let me pull that. Did you back just up. make it up? No, it's no, it's okay. a real thing. It's from the I don't boring know. under the snow. What is it? The Canadian super pig. Canadian super pig. All right, that's what it's called. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. The man Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports now joins us. Here on a Tuesday, as he always does at 8 o'clock. Tom, welcome in, man. You going to both games today? Um, That's the plan. See how long baseball runs. But, yeah, I'm uh, excited that we're going to have a little of the overlap and the weather's looking better. You can hear the birds outside more. These are good days. Yeah. Game on. Let's see. Baseball, if it goes right, should be done 6.30-ish. Then you just kind of sashay up to the arena and be, be there good to go. Yeah, and uh, against a, a Georgia team for these Razorbacks that they've kind of, you know, had their number in recent years. I've, I've covered a couple of wins in Athens, and obviously Arkansas is 12-3, I believe, or something along those lines at home against Georgia since joining the conference, and uh, it's a game they really need to win. Tom, 
Last game, they changed up the starting lineup for the first time in a while. Are, are we going to see different lineups, you think, from here on out? Or do you think Muss is going to stick with Nick and, and four other guys in the remaining four regular season games and as we enter the SEC tournament? That's a good question. I, I, I think he'll go with whatever he believes gives him the best shot at getting off, off to a fast start. I mean, Ricky Council has been in there. Um, and I, I think he's a, a guy who, if you do bring off the bench, could be an um, instant offense guy. It looks like the last few games, Ricky has um, not I – mean, he's gotten out in the, on the transition a, a few times, but it seems to me he's, he's tried to be more of a facilitator. Uh, he hasn't driven in as much as he did in some of those games when Nick Smith was out. So, um, it's tough to say, but I think they felt like they were in a place where Nick Smith needed to start against a – a more guard-oriented lineup against Florida, so that's the the you know the unit they deployed in that game first. Tommy asked a good question earlier, talking about conference record in these Final Four games, SEC tournament. You're locked in right now from every bracketologist that I've seen. I've looked at over a hundred of them. Tom, what are you going to do the rest of the way to not be nervous on Selection Sunday? Wow. Well, the the simple answer is this: win at either Tennessee or Alabama. Because I, I think that's you know your your net ranking is going to really get a great injection if you do that. However, I also think if they can just beat Kentucky again here in the season finale and then beat Georgia tonight, um, they can you know don't go get blown out by forty against Bama. Um, then I, I think you're okay. Um, and I, I would not I would not be in a good frame of mind if I just maybe skeech by the two home games lose both the road games, and then lose in the first game in the SEC tournament. I wouldn't feel comfortable there because uh, when I looked at it yesterday, I did not look at 100, but Arkansas was um, pretty pretty much a 10 seed. So um, then you start seeing the bubble teams creeping up on you. Now, I'm, quick sidebar here. If that includes teams like West Virginia, which had a 5-10 and 10 record, I think, in the Big 12 prior to yesterday winning, against Oklahoma State, then I'd feel a little bit better. I mean, they played a tough schedule, but that, that's not a very good conference record. So Arkansas at 9-9 nine and nine in the conference, I, I feel pretty good that they would make the tournament. Where, how do you feel about the SEC on a national scale? Is this a six-bid, seven-bid league? What? How, how deep do you think this conference goes with the committee? Yeah, well, I mean, it's Jerry Palm, who has a pretty good track record, had eight yesterday, and that included Mississippi State. So they really can't afford um, any slip-ups down the way. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't mean they have to win out, but they they need to be strong, and they they have finished the second half of conference played really well. Uh, they kind of like pulled an Arkansas from last year, so to speak. Um, but Kentucky also had been on the bubble, and then, you know, with their recent wins, um, including at Mississippi State, have gotten themselves off, and, and then sweeping Tennessee – and they, they seem to be playing a lot better. So it's going to be a, a different feel, different mojo Kentucky team coming in here to end the season. And then Arkansas, I guess, would be the third to last. I, 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 have, I was a little frustrated at how slowly it took for the national analyst to accept Texas A&M's fast start in the SEC and just include them. I mean, yeah, they're, they're pre-conference. They had a bad loss to Walford, and they were – seven and five or whatever it was, it wasn't great, but you can just watch this team play and say they belong in the NCAA tournament in my view. 
and they've got great wins. They've won 19 of their last 22 games against the SEC teams. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see how you leave them out. So I think I think the SEC is a solid, solid seven with the potential to get eight. Yeah, and, and right now you got nine teams that have records of seven and seven or better. I, I just get nervous with the thought that if Arkansas doesn't have at least a nine and nine regular season conference record, eight and ten makes me nervous going into Selection Sunday. Oh gosh, yeah, I would say so because that would mean you you would have lost another home game. Um, likely going down the stretch you'd have to um, yeah you're right yeah and so uh i just yeah you'd have to you'd right? have to so, yeah i'm not yeah. looking you got two and two left yeah you'd have to so yeah so that's you you would not want to do that and then you'd also per, perhaps slip behind kentucky and mississippi state in the in the committee's eyes and i just don't know if you want to do that now just the fact that they're going to play on the road at tennessee and alabama um uh, is going to help their net rankings and so, you would like to see Tennessee close a little bit stronger, except maybe not a loss, not a uh, win over the Razorbacks to help you know keep that boosted up. So I don't know. I I get a decent feel the way they've played recent road games: A and M, you know, Baylor winning at Kentucky. The way they've competed in these games gives me the the thought that they're going to really compete against Bama and Tennessee. Talking with Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat, Gazette, Whole Hog Sports. You bring up Alabama, Tom. They have Purdue, Kansas, Houston, or some of the other teams, Texas, to contend with. I think Bama's going to be the number one overall seed in about two and a half weeks. Man, if they, I think if they close out the SEC with wins and, and at least get to the SEC tournament um, finals, I boy, it'd be hard to keep them from that. Um, you know, Houston, obviously, they've had a great season. Um, their strength of schedule may come into play. They've played some tough teams. They play Bama. Uh, so... Um, Lost to Bama, uh, but this is a this is an Alabama team that does seem to have a lot of the pieces right now. The, the way they shoot threes, the way they rebound, and they defend at a strong rate too. So um, they're certainly I don't I don't know how they fall off the top line unless they lose out. You just don't see that happening. The games that they've lost, the Tennessee game and the the game at Oklahoma most recently, and and then Gonzaga earlier, they just didn't shoot the three ball as well. And um, teams in Oklahoma just scored on them a lot. So, I don't know. They're, they're going to be a tough out. And, honestly, they, they look like a team that could have the weapons that take you a long way in the NCAAs. Let's talk some baseball with you, man. You got 18 straight games inside a bomb walker stadium. Tommy and I were talking about this earlier. Don't know if it's typically that many or if this is kind of unusual for them. But uh, what what is that tune for a team's confidence getting to play all these games at home and really starting their season out tonight? Yeah, well, you're supposed to clean up in those 18, right? I was reading a story from Matt Jones from today uh, that this is the longest home stretch for the Razorbacks since Dave Van Horn played for the, for Arkansas in the 80s. And so that's a long, long way. I mean, that's at least, what is it, four weekends or five weekends at home with the the mid-conference game, uh, the mid-week games included. Um, but it comes off of a stretch where 19 consecutive games away from home, which included the, the road trip to Bama to end the year and then the SEC tournament, did not get a home regional. So Stillwater, Chapel Hill, in Omaha, and then in Arlington, 19 consecutive was the longest since Dave Van Horn has been the coach. So it's kind of weird that you get these two extremes to start. 
But hey, you know, these, they lost a few games of this type last year. I remember covering, I believe it was a loss to Southeastern Louisiana, a loss to Illinois State. And, um, and so, but this will allow them to, I think, get their, their batting order, which we've already seen undergo some changes. And their, their pitching staff, you know, Will McIntyre needs to have a stronger start this weekend. Um, you know, kind of get them in order as they, as they roll into SEC play. Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Whole Hog Sports with us. Uh, what do you take away from the weekend in Arlington? You, you play one level of competition, obviously, with two ranked teams. Uh, 18 runs in the middle game you gave up. You score 18 in the final game. What were your big takeaways uh, from from a weekend where you played a pretty high level of competition to open the year? Um, well, when you average all of it out, it comes out to Arkansas average nine games, nine runs a game. Opponents average seven runs a game, but it was a wild way they got there, allowing just two to Texas and one to Oklahoma State to close it out. And then the big blow up by the Horn Frogs, who wound up losing to Missouri in game three. So it looks to me like Missouri's tough. The SEC went six and three. Um, it looks like Hagen Smith has everything you want from a, a guy who's going to be your Friday night ace. And it looks like Hunter Holland is going to be a quality, um, either your Sunday guy or certainly a weekend starter. And then, you know, they tinkered with the lineup some. Um, they moved Jared Wagner down and he had a huge week in and he was SEC player of the week. So it looks like Wagner and Slavin's right in the middle of your order are going to be good. It looks like Stovall may, may have gotten over a little early season jitter. Um, and you want to find a way to get Caleb Callick back in the flow um, at third base and, and in, the, in the batting order because he struck out a lot. So probably over-eager swinging at stuff that may have broken out of the zone. Um, but I don't know. It's just you, you feel like they, they added quality pieces. A lot of these guys produced. I mean, Bolton at shortstop, the catchers all had some key hits. So um, off to a good start against that kind of competition. You got uh, Grambling today, Eastern Illinois. You get, uh, I think it's Illinois State coming up, Wright State, some teams of that that nature and caliber coming up before you get into uh, SEC play next month. What what do we need to see as you start seeing some names that maybe didn't enter the lineup or get into a rotation uh, down in Arlington? What what needs to happen during these 19 games to ready the Razorbacks for SEC play? Just get some confidence. I mean, some of the guys came off the bench in the last game against Oklahoma State produced, came in and got walks and drove in runs and stuff. So your bench is feeling pretty good. Uh, you want those guys to have confidence and understand that they have a role. Uh, you, Like I said earlier on Cali, like get him some hits, you know, and then also find out, what order you want to use your, your pitchers? I mean, Brady Tiger got off to a great start, so it looks like he might be slotted for the closer role. But, you know, Gage Wood, some of the other guys, um, Adcock, um, it looks like Bybee's going to start tonight. So is he going to be your midweek dude? Um, there's a lot of pitching roles that will be sorted out. And honestly, that's the kind of thing that they go through the season and continuously tinker with the guys who are hot. And you think about the way – McIntyre closed out last year. There'll be somebody else who's like that. Um, and, and so sorting out the Cody Franks and all the rest of the uh, the staff. Tom, we'll leave it there, man. Again, a lot to discuss later on Thursday with Arkansas baseball beginning at home tonight and the basketball team taking on the Bulldogs. Appreciate the time as always, brother. Yep, Yes, indeed. Look forward to it. See ya. All right, Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Whole Hog Sports with us here. 
on the Morning Rush. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.